Welcome to Agents Get Social. I'm Danielle, social media coach for realtors and your new BFF, giving you the real talk about how to effectively market yourself online. Realtors are a dime a dozen and the industry has become so saturated that it feels almost impossible to stand out. After 12 years in this industry myself, I know how crazy it is. Not to mention, Realtor is definitely not the only title you claim, and social media just feels like another mountain you don't want to climb. So I'll be spilling the tea every week on social media marketing as an agent, building your brand online, creating content you're obsessed with, and everything in between. Your full-time job is a realtor, not a social media manager. So let me be your resource and self-proclaimed freaking hype girl while you're out there selling homes. This is Agents Get Social. Hi, everyone. I am so excited today to be talking about one of my favorite topics and arguably one of the most controversially scary-esque topics for realtors to hear about, and that's knowing your niche as a real estate agent. This, I think, sends more shivers down a realtor's spine than probably any topic that I talk about, and it makes me laugh because to me, it's so... It comes so naturally because I just see it as such an integral part of, you know, your content strategy on social media, but realtors just are so scared of feeling like they're putting themselves in a box, which is so funny because most often it's when they're spreading themselves so thin that they're more likely putting themselves in the realtor box that we like all are trying to not be in. So I think really knowing your niche is going to be what sets you apart long term because I'm a big proponent that social media is a long term game. This is not some short term quick fix, get a lead tomorrow, send someone a DM like, hey, I'm ready to buy because I think so often we see this whole idea played out on social media between realtors because most often we're following other realtors and they're like, oh, got a lead today because I got a DM on Instagram from one post I did or one reel I filmed. And that is just not the norm. And it's a really hard thing to try and overcome, especially if you're a new agent or you're newer to posting on social media as a real estate agent. It's really detrimental to your mindset because you feel like your posts are failing or you feel like you're a failure on social media and you're like, I'm trying to do what all these other people are doing and it's just not hitting and I'm not getting flooded in my DMs with people who want to buy or sell. And period, end of story, um, we sell the highest ticketed financial investment in someone's lives. I'm sorry. If I was buying a $500,000 house, one single Instagram post is not going to be the trigger for me to say, yes, I want to buy or sell with you. So we have to go into that with that mindset because it's, like I said, it's so scary because we look at these people on social media who put out this perception that they're getting tons and tons and tons and tons of clients from their posts. And they may be getting clients from their social media, but it's so much more than that because most likely these people have either been following them for a long period of time they were referred to them so they went and looked out there and looked up their instagram before sending that dm that it's just not always what it seems and it's really detrimental to us um, on our social media game and that's why i'm such a big 
proponent of being realistic with your social media goals because I don't ever want anyone to feel like they're failing on social media because it's such a hard industry as it is that it's just such a yucky way to like live your life and live your business because you're literally going to, you know, post for a week and you're going to feel really confident. And then you're going to be like, where are all my clients? Where are all the sellers? Where are all the buyers? And they're just not flooding in. Like it looks like they should be on social media. And that's just not, that's just not the vibe. So we, that's why I talk so heavily about niche, because I think it's really important to start to position yourself in a way that feels genuine, authentic, and help someone to decide that you're the right realtor for them when it becomes the time for them to buy or sell. Not on your clock because you posted one reel should someone say, yes, I'm ready to buy or sell. Again, we forget highest ticket item. It's not like that. So the reason I tell people to have a niche is that you really have to find a corner of the market that you excel in or that you're passionate about and capitalize on that. Because again, social media, long-term game. We are not looking for short-term wins. Short-term wins are a bonus, but it's the long-term wins that are going to help us to build a following and build you know, those raving people that just are obsessed with us. I, um, for so long, here's like a little like behind the scenes tidbit for so long, I was like doing social media for anyone and everyone, um, small businesses, you know, bigger businesses. I was taking like clients doing management and like I was helping realtors. It's what I started in. And that's obviously where I ended back up. But I was so scared that if I was not, you know, spreading this huge net that I would not get all the fish. And it's just not the case because guess what? When I am able to, um, I'm not a fisherman, so this is going to be a really weird analogy because I don't even know if this is true because <laughs> I think it's like completely different because I think of like, oh, like are they casting a net for like catching crabs or like I'm thinking like, by having a niche, it's almost like you have a harpoon and you're already in the ocean and you're just stabbing at the fish and the fish are already waiting there for you and you're getting you're getting them all. None of them are slipping out because you are literally so targeted that you're like this fish. If you saw me, I just did a whole motion of stabbing a fish. Again, not a fisherman, so maybe that's like not how it goes. But that's in my head what makes the most sense. So the algorithms on these apps need to actually know where to place you. Um, they want to know who to show it to because guess what? All of these apps, their goal is to make money. And how do they make money? By keeping people on the app. So if they're showing your content to people who do not fit um, your audience, then they're not going to get the views, the engagement that keep people on the apps. So that's why I say having a niche is so crucial because it tells the algorithm, hey, these are the people I want to serve. And then over time, that's when things start to kind of really jive in your direction. So like I said, once I transitioned over into really serving realtors, that's when all my content flipped because then it was like realtors knew I was the girl for them. I was it for them. And I still help other people if they have questions. But the thing is, is people don't feel like um, I'm, you know, 
excluding them. And I think that's the big problem with real estate agents as far as niche goes is they freak out because they think that people are going to feel excluded. Like, oh, she only works with first-time homebuyers. No, if you are serving and giving value, people are going to come to you. They're going to ask you questions. They're going to see a value in what you do. And that's so important to remember because it's really a scary thing, especially as a new agent, because you're like, I don't want people to feel like I don't want to serve them. I don't want to help them. And then I need clients, but I don't want people to feel like I only work with certain people. No, it's not like that. It's that you are so crystal clear in your messaging that it makes creating content easier because that's the name of the game. We work smarter, not harder over here. That's, you know, that's the vibe. And it really helps you to cut the confusion and get super freaking clear about who you want to work with. Because the long-term game is that you're building a business that you love working with clients that are in your ideal, you know, location, that are in your ideal, you know, price range. And again, not excluding anyone, but it's just helping to set you up for success long term. And it's going to help you to reach the right audience more consistently. Because if you feel like your like content is not hitting and you are just copying and pasting and, you know, sharing screenshots and doing whatever just to check off a box, it's because you're not super clear about who you're serving. And you're not looking to serve, you know, every single buyer and seller out there. You're just not. So what if you don't know your niche? What if you don't have a niche? We'll get one. Honestly, even if it's just real estate in a specific location, that is a great place to start. I always tell people your niche doesn't have to be super duper complicated. Like people feel like it needs to be super complicated. And that is just not, that's just not the vibe. We don't want complicated here. We want easy. So location can be, um, we're going to break down a couple of different ways to niche down as a real estate agent, but location can literally just be that you serve, you know, specific cities. And that's a niche because guess what? You're probably not looking to drive two hours. Um, Maybe you are, and that's a niche. Um, But maybe you're just looking to serve a specific area or specific neighborhood. Um, That's a niche. So don't let it scare you. Because over time, as a real estate agent, even if you're brand new, your niche will probably change because your ideal client will change. You might move. You might, you know, decide to expand your market. That's totally cool. This is your business. The purpose of niche is really just to help you get super clear on the content that you're creating. Um, Because it's really hard sometimes when you think about the content that you're creating and you don't know what to post. That's the biggest question people are like, "Um, Danielle, I literally don't know what to post. And it's because you're lacking clarity on who you're serving. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to break down the whole niche conversation to where it isn't scary anymore. Because like I said, it shouldn't be scary. It should be exciting that you're getting super clear about who you can actually help with your business. And again, you can help more than one person. It doesn't have to be that everyone fits in this box that you're creating, like people think that niche needs to be. So let's break it down because um, you're just struggling about who you're serving 
and what kind of value you actually want to provide on social media. So let's talk about the five different real estate niches that we can break down because it can actually really help you to cut that struggle um, and cut that confusion from your posts. So number one, which I alluded to, is kind of the baseline for um, what people, you know, don't really think of as niche, but it's actually so easily the foundation of building a niche. And that's your location. And this can be cities, it can be counties, it can be a state specifically, it can be a neighborhood. Everyone hears about like neighborhood experts. That's a niche. That's that you're getting super specific about who you're serving. It can be zip codes. Location is just the easiest baseline if you don't want to feel like you're niching down. And the reason that is, is because location is such a great foundation for content to create because now you're focused on what to do in that area, what makes that area great, why people would want to move to that area. Like I said, location's a plethora of content in and of itself. And a great place to start if you don't have a niche, um, you probably don't even realize that you have one because most likely you're not driving all over the place to sell houses or you don't want to be. Number two is property type. Um, So there's a couple of different ways to go about this. So maybe you focus specifically on single family homes. Perfect. Maybe you're a commercial agent. Maybe you do multi-family homes. My gosh, I cannot speak. Um, Maybe you do condos, townhomes, that kind of jazz. Those are great niches to have if you sell those specific properties. Maybe your land Number three are specific type of buyers. So this is where people start to get like all kinds of scared and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to turn this freaking podcast off. I cannot listen to her get so specific, but hear me out. Specific type of buyers, luxury home market, 100% a niche. I know plenty of agents who focus solely on the luxury home market. And that doesn't mean they don't take clients out of, you know, a luxury price range, but it just means that's their focus. Again, stop thinking of niche as a bad thing. Start thinking of niche as a focus and a way to serve people better. Uh, Next thing is first-time home buyers. People do this without even thinking about it. You just, that may be your market. You want to help people get into their first homes. People love that especially if they're intimidated, especially if they feel like this is such a daunting process, which it can be. But if someone sees that the content that you're creating, which talks about things like down payment assistance, that talks about things like concessions, that talks about the process, that's huge for creating content. There is a plethora of content to be created about first-time home buying that you don't even realize that you can do. Uh, Next thing, new builds. I see this a lot of time, people doing new build home tours. People don't realize so many of the myths that come with buying new home builds because they just think, oh, I'm just going to go there and I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to walk in and I'm going to buy a house when they don't realize they actually want to have a realtor who represents them. Uh, Number four, investors. It's so important to think about investors as, you know, a specialized way to serve people because so many times investors want to work with agents who they feel understand what being an investor is. So if that's something that you specialize in, that's huge and definitely should be something you're focused on. Um, 
Number five, relocation. Again, another really great niche because so often someone would want to work with an agent who understands the process of relocating. This is really great for, you know, your military. This is great for people um, who live in areas where there's a lot of like job, you know, relocation, you know, popping up, you know, new companies, new businesses. Um, That's really important here where I am in Arizona is that people want to work with people who are relocation certified, but also educate on the process because it's really daunting to relocate, especially if you're moving to an area where you've never been before and you may be buying sight unseen and you want to know the best areas. You want to know, you know, all the details about, you know, all the things. Number four, specific types of sellers. Again, number one being investors, flippers. Again, having an agent who's familiar with something like that is so valuable because there's so many interesting, you know, ins and outs to that process that they want to have an agent who understands, you know, this is the kind of money that we put in. These are the kind of upgrades we've done and knows how to effectively market that home. Um, People who do uh, pre-foreclosure. That's really important because that's such an educational aspect of understanding that process and making sure it's carried out effectively. Even, you know, in a not so great situation, you want someone that you feel like understands you is in your corner. Um, Fizbos. If you work with for sale by owners and you market yourself as a for sale by owner, you know, special expert, whatever, that's a really cool thing because you're showing these for sale by owners that, you know, as we know as realtors, most for sale by owners end up hiring a realtor eventually. But if you can show yourself as a resource to those for sale by owners, that's huge. And that became like a really big thing in the last couple of years when the, you know, seller's market was super, super hot. Um, The next one is life event specific. So things like divorces and things like, you know, Um, unfortunately, like death and, you know, these kind of really unfortunate situations, um, placing yourself as a resource and being able to be the one to help people through these situations that are not so great is really helpful because someone wants someone to listen to them, to understand them, to get them through a process that maybe they did not anticipate or do not want to be in, um, To have someone that understands the process really, really, really well and works with other people in these circumstances is so amazing. And it gives you just that edge up in that way. Um, And number five, the different type of needs that someone might have um, while looking for a home. So um, I know agents who work with um, farm or like horse property, that's huge, um, especially if you're in a rural area. You want people that understand that kind of stuff because if I could not sell a horse property, I do not know anything about anything farm related. I'm not outdoorsy. So like I would not even be able to know where to start. And I would want to hire an agent who understands, you know, the acreage that you need for certain, you know, animals or for like the like different like parts of like owning horse property and like barns and all the jazz. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So I'm sure people are going to be listening to this and like rolling their eyes and be like, what the heck? Um, But if you know, then that's a great way to position yourself. Um, Vacation rentals, Airbnbs, huge, so important. Um, if you specialize in that, if you are um, 
a vacation rental Airbnb uh, girly yourself, that's so amazing to help people to find the right properties and to get them the right resources to find out, can that property be used as a short-term or long-term rental? How can um, how can I market that? How can I get connected with the right cleaners, the right you know, photographers? All of that stuff is so important. So being able to market yourself that way to help other people do what you've done to make another stream of income, huge. People are living for another stream of income. So this is going to be a huge one coming up in the next few years. Um, also green and sustainable um, home buying and selling. People want to work with people who understand that process because, again, just like horse form property, I don't know anything about green or sustainable living. And I would want to work with an agent who specialized in that. And being able to post on social media and talk about, you know, the different materials that you can use and all of that jazz is so important. Um, the next that's really um, popular here in Arizona is people that specialize in active adults and communities. Because a lot of people, if you're coming from um, an area where someone's looking to buy a second home or to retire, it's really great to work with someone who you feel like really understands that market and can really help you. And, you know, if you decide to use it as a rental property or anything like that, you really want someone who understands the area and understands, you know, the benefits and understands all the amenities. And there's just so many different intricacies that are just so important that really help people to choose you as that right realtor. So to recap, having a niche is not a scary thing. It's a thing that's only going to help you to get more clear about who you're serving. And period, end of story, that's the goal. You want to reach the right people and you want the right people to find you. Again, real social media as a realtor is a long-term game. So if you start posting in these niches and you start serving people without the intention of getting a DM tomorrow saying I want to buy or sell and you're just educating and providing value and being that resource, people are going to come to you. If you build it, they will come. If you know Field of Dreams, that reference. So if you're struggling on who you're serving and you really don't know what value to provide on social media, this is the place to start. So niche down. As scary as it is, you may even have a niche and you don't even realize it. And if you don't like your niche, change it. You have the freedom to post what you want to post on social media. So here are the five different ways that I tell people they can niche down. We'll recap. Location, type of home or business or anything if you're doing commercial. Number three, types of buyers. Number four, types of sellers. And five, the needs of buyers and sellers. Um, I really hope this helped you and gave you a good aha moment to move forward, especially if you've been struggling on the what do I post on social media realm as a realtor because you're like, I'm done posting the screenshots and I want you to be done posting the screenshots. I want you to give really crystal clear value. So I hope this helped. Thanks so much for listening to Agents Get Social this week. Catch me on the gram at Agents Get Social, on TikTok at Living With Danielle. And don't forget to press that subscribe button to hang out with me every week and leave me a review if you love what you heard. And tag me when you're listening so I can share it. Hope you have a stellar week.